appreciate the gift of life. Appreciate that we can always learn. Appreciate that our life is never over uh, unless we want it to be over. There's a God who loves us. There's people out there who loves us. Uh, there are opportunities to connect and uh, look for the hope and the dream that makes your day one where you're excited to live. Welcome to Enterprises of the Heart with Russ Noble. My name is Seth Silvers, and over the next six episodes, I'll be sitting down with certified life coach Russ Noble to talk through six vital life principles that will help you move from where you might feel stuck to where you dream of going. After this podcast, our hope is you have a better understanding of the person you can become and a practical roadmap of how you can get there. Welcome to Enterprises of the Heart. If you are interested in talking further with Russ about one-on-one coaching and mentorship, please visit www.enterprisesoftheheart.com. Hello, hello everyone, and welcome back to the Enterprises of the Heart podcast. My name is Seth Silvers, and I'm here with the founder of Enterprises of the Heart Coaching, Russ Snowball. Russ, tell me something good that's happened in your day today. Well, I got up and I was able to watch uh, through live streaming some grad masters of former students who are through this COVID experience still able to graduate, receive a graduation certificate. And even though the parents couldn't be virtually there, uh, when they scanned all the virtuals on Zoom, the parents were celebrating with joy. So that was great to see happen. Amazing. That's so wonderful that you're able to experience that. So this is episode six of our six episode series and the goal of this up of this series is really to dive into what are some of the important key elements that as people, you know, that if we're wanting to achieve more in life, if we're wanting to work towards our goals and our dreams, what things do we need to be working on? In this final episode, we're going to talk about the topic of being a lifelong learner. Russ, tell me why this is so important, this idea of that we should never stop learning. I think this whole idea of uh, lifelong learning is critical to our own mental well-being and what we can contribute to the world. Like it fulfills our own purpose and making a difference for other people. And I don't think that there's any age limit on the gift of uh, learning something that can help somebody else in their daily journey. So for me, lifelong learning is as simple as learning a new cookie recipe and it's difficult to try and get on an internet series when the Wi-Fi is not working for uh, an episode of a favorite show that you've been watching on the TED Talk series. Yeah, it certainly can vary in how we become a lifelong learner. When did this start for you? Take me back to you know early years of Russ's life and uh, what did being a lifelong learner look like for you then? I think for me, some of the first experiences of this happened when I um, was leaving home, uh, graduate from a farming world and moving into an urban setting where I had to learn how to navigate uh, through university, through different cultures, uh, different languages and different varieties of cultural expressions that I was not familiar with. And because I I always sort of had a dream of working with people and trying to help them on their own journey, uh, learning other languages, uh, learning why that particular dish was significant for their supper meal, or learning why that particular sport was important for their own well-being. Like, I had never heard of cricket before I left high school, and yet I got into this university situation, and people were into cricket and rugby, and 
all of a sudden they wanted to call what I knew uh, soccer as football. And I thought, you know, right, well, hey, Russ, well, maybe I'm the one that has to learn something here. Yeah, absolutely. How has, you know, as you've grown towards some of the, some of the dreams that you've had and some of the goals that you've had, how important has it been to be, be a learner, to really be aware of how much you're learning in that journey? I think for me, it became critical. And um, even to the point of understanding how different cultures handle different circumstances, sorry, I worked in a summer forestry crew. And one of the individuals that was working with us over this initial attack crew was from India. And his experiences of fighting fires in India were very different than what I was used to uh, in Northern Alberta. And so in order to attack the same fire and come up with the same outcome, we had to understand each other's way of doing things and, and learn that one wasn't any better or worse than the other. They were just different. But we had to learn how to talk to each other about what we we're going to do ahead of time, what we we're going to do in the midst of the fire, and how are we are going to handle cleaning it up. And for me, that taught me, okay, if this is just about fire, what else is going to come in my life story that I can learn to help others in their own journey? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's such a good analogy of, you know, an actual fire. I'm sure you've had some kind of figurative fires in your life. How have, how has that, you know, those lessons kind of translated to some of those moments? Yeah. I, I think that's the, the a great analogy because some of the other fires have often happened in the relationships in my life, uh, whether it's with my spouse, with not understanding uh, what my spouse was intending, uh, or with my children thinking, you know, planning a holiday for them across the country in Nova Scotia would be exactly what they wanted that summer. And when they get there, all they wanted to do was actually just visit with their friends and trying to kind of deal with that as uh, a person who was understanding of their concern, but also being a parent in that role, uh, going back to my wife, you know, of how, okay, what was my role in that circumstance? Why did it create such a, a deep conversation, you know, that we actually, you know, didn't want to speak for 10 minutes and then, okay, how are we going to solve this? How are we going to forgive it? So it helped me to prepare for some of the other fires in my story uh, that would come. And, you know, I'm grateful to be able to say we've been married uh, 30 years now, but that still has taken a lot of work. But it was because we were, and I'll speak for myself, I was learning how to handle relationships and bring out what's the best, uh, not only for myself, but for my spouse. Right. Yeah. And I, I think anybody that's in a relationship, you see the importance of learning. Uh, whether you want to or not, you're going to be learning quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So do you think there's a correlation between how much we get out of life and how much of a learner we are? Do those things coincide? Oh, I think it's, it's a, a huge correlation. And I think the more effort we put into to learning about whatever, uh, my son is big into astronomy. And so telescopes around us and, you know, following the space, International Space Station is a big event right now, uh, learning the constellations. But because of that, 
we're able to relate to a few other people that would never have been part of our story unless we'd actually taken part and learned a little bit about that. And that's just made my son happy. So that's just one example, taking an interest in some of the other things that other people find valuable. If we learn a little bit about them, uh, we don't have to be experts, but we can kind of empathize and support and show some excitement for their journey as well. Mm-hmm. You mentioned earlier that you went to university, but what, and so I'm sure you learned a lot there, but what are some of the main ways that you've been, that you've learned in your life? Some of the yeah. best ways that Russ has learned, probably I, my guess is that university, that you've learned a lot more outside of university than in it. There is absolutely true, but one lesson from a university professor at a voice in Ontario taught me a life lesson that I've actually used to help other, other people on their journey. Uh, it was an adult learning course. And she said, I want you to learn these learning styles so that one day in this course, you're going to dump the professor. And what she meant by that is you're becoming a Haley's Comet. So she said, I want you to learn to fly, not because of the exam I'm giving you, but because you've learned so much about this content that you're going to use it in all aspects of your life. And I, I think that was critical for me because some of those things that I've learned from them really helped me in my own coaching role. Uh, one of them was um, you matter. No matter who you are, where you are in the world, your life matters. That it's really a big loss if you're not there. Uh, secondly, quit comparing yourself to other people. There's so many people who are comparing themselves to anyone on social media. They're, they don't have enough muscles or they're too short. They, you know, in my case, if you can see me, I don't have a lot of hair pretty well. So, you know, it doesn't matter if you're bald or you have lots of hair. Uh, if you've won 10 medals or if you only won one, don't compare yourself to others. Compare yourself to yourself. Are you better today than you were yesterday? That's another big life lesson, but I learned from this lady that said, dump the professor. So you matter, stop comparison, go out and serve, go out and help somebody. Like there's so much joy in making somebody's day. And you don't need a million dollar gift certificate on somebody's yard to make them happy. Sometimes just a phone call and saying, hey, well, as you and I have talked before about the joy of running, say, hey, I'm going for a run today. You want to come with me, you know? Just invitation, connections, those are really valuable things that I've learned. Yeah. And we've talked about this on previous episodes, but we also learn we also learn through pain, don't we? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think uh, pain teaches us in some of our most vulnerable moments, and that's why we remember it so often. Uh, and how deep, uh, if somebody asks you two painful stories in your lifetime, most people can go to them automatically because it not only touched your mind, but it touched your heart. And you can remember the people and the incidences and stuff. And that's why I think it's important for people to ask themselves, what are they learning from it? What, what can you take from it that you can use to help somebody else's story? And you don't know where or when that happens, but you know, uh, some traumatic event for you can really be a helpful story for somebody else along the way. It doesn't mean that you didn't like it or didn't want it, didn't choose it, (laughs) will never want to have it again in your life. But I think uh, it can help us with some lessons that helps other people's story. And sometimes, especially, especially in parenthood, I've found it can help my own children understand their circumstance a bit more, knowing a little bit about what my story was and 
parts of it that they can empathize with, especially if we're coming across as not as a lecture, but just coming to be a person who tries to understand and be empathetic to what they're going through. Yeah, pain really can, I mean, it helps it helps us learn all the lessons that we don't really want to learn or we don't think we needed to learn. But then retrospectively, you look back and realize that it was really important and, you know, that pain has been been a good teacher. I heard somebody, uh, I think it was actually this morning, he was in a small group that with some men that I meet with and the leader mentioned some kind of quote of uh, like the person who annoys you the most is probably the person that you need to learn the most that you can learn the most from. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, and I'm thinking, you know, just what we said earlier uh, about what uh, I was talking about that brought the joy. This grad class from this year, the pain of going through a grade 12 year uh, without the formal kind of graduation celebrations, without the formal kind of learning, they have learned more about resilience in this particular year than probably any other grad class in my generation anyway. So for them to go forward into the working world, the ability to be resilient will put them far above any other grad class that I can recall. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the resilience there absolutely impacts, you know, so many different areas of life. What, what are some primary lessons or some lessons that you think every human needs to learn or learn through, you know, some of these primary lessons? I, I think there's a number of, for me, uh, one of the most important is that building positive, good relationships in your life are key to your own mental well-being and how you move through the world. Um, another one for me is be involved in service. I think nothing brings more happiness to other people uh, than you yourself being a person of service that brings you personal joy. Um, and, and have a heart for being grateful uh, for what you've been given. Uh, don't be competitive. Um, looking at comparing yourself to other people. Uh, and as I mentioned before, I'm a person of faith and, you know, um, you know, have a strong relationship with your God and be grateful for what he can be, uh, the graces he can bring in your own life story. Mm -hmm. So uh, as we kind of bring this to a close, what are some steps that you think that people can take? And you kind of just mentioned some of them, but what are some practical mm -hmm. steps that people can take to start learning today? even if they might not have time or money to, in, or they might not have the money to invest in yeah. kind of more formal learning. Yeah, I would say learn from what's going on in your world, um, going on around you. If it's a magazine, if it's a television show, uh, if it's something that you've you know seen on the internet or whatever, uh, you don't have to sign up to go to a conference that costs $5,000 every time. Uh, learn from the situations that have been given to you Talk with other people around you. Are those people people you want to connect with? Are they going to help you through some of your life experiences? Uh, as we've talked about before, um, being a person of faith, pray. Take time to meditate every day. And then be a person of action. Don't let somebody else be the person that gives you the drive to change your day. You got to act on those things that will make a difference in your day because you're the most important mover of the energy in that story. Yeah, that's such good, that's such good input and such good advice. Russ, we're kind of, we're coming to a close of this six part series of mm -hmm. 
talking about what are these key elements and as we pursue our dreams and as we pursue the goals that we have in our life, I'd love to just kind of hear your final thoughts on, and in your final encouragement to our listeners who are in a place where they're wanting to get more out of life. What would your encouragement be for them? I would just say, appreciate the gift of life. Appreciate that we can always learn. Appreciate that our life is never over uh, unless we want it to be over. There's a God who loves us. There's people out there who loves us. Uh, there are opportunities to connect and uh, look for the hope and the dream that makes your day one where you're excited to live. Well said. Thank you so much for sharing some of your story and your experience for us uh, on Enterprises of the Heart podcast. We, we really appreciate it. And uh, if you are a listener and you're wanting to get in touch with Russ and uh, learn more about his coaching, Russ, where's the best place that people can find you? Yeah, there's a number of places for those of you who are in the international world. Probably the best place is the website, Enterprises of the Heart. Uh, I'm also on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, so there's a number of places, Instagram, that you can find me. Follow Enterprises of the Heart, Google Life Coaching. Uh, I have my cell phone number on there. I have my website, industry, uh, my address. Uh, I'd love to hear from you, love to talk with you, and love to help your story. Wonderful. Thank you so much for your time, Russ. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Seth. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Enterprises of the Heart with Russ Noble. We hope this episode was not only encouraging for you, but that you walked away with a few practical tips to help you make the progress in your life you desire. If you're wanting to see further growth in your life and wanting to move closer to your dreams, we would love to help. To talk with Russ about one-on-one -on -one mentorship and coaching, please visit www.enterprisesoftheheart.com. Again, that is www.enterprisesoftheheart.com. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.